Hey, what's up, guys? Peace to you all. This is another episode of the Brothers of Destruction podcast. I'm your host, Anthony King, and I got my good brother with me. Jaquan Donovan. What's good, brother? You know what's good, man? NXT finally getting a chance to get some type of winning streak in the ratings two weeks in a row. Well, like I've been saying, I've been saying this from jump, NXT is the best wrestling show on television. Hands down. Yeah, they provide consistent, good content week to week to week. And it's a marathon. So AEW lost. This is this is two weeks in a row that they got beat in the ratings. But the ratings is not even mm-hmm. looking so good overall, though. For, for, right. I guess NXT, they got like they in the 800K and then AEW is just a little bit over half a mil. Well, one thing I can always say is people watch TV so different from when we used to watch it in the 90s. It's you, We don't even know how they measure in the TV rate. Like, is it from that night? Is it, like, cable services? Is it internet cable services? We don't know anything. So it, you don't know how we gauge it. Right, right. Well, I hope the ratings for, <laughs> for Monday Night Raw is okay because, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> The show opened up with Seth Rollins, and he was supposed to give the Raw locker room an apology for what he said on the last Raw. Shoutouts to Samoa Joe being on commentary again, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a very passive-aggressive apology. He said that everyone in the back are his brothers and sisters. They're his family. And as the head, the quote-unquote, the head of the family, he was just trying to motivate everyone. I like the low keyness of his of his hillish ways. I like, you know, he said he's the head of the family, like he's the world champion. He's not. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's like he's getting a little more narcissistic, you know. Yeah. And he said he wanted to apologize to Kevin Owens. Then out came KO to the ring. KO said everything Seth said was bullshit. And question <laughs> on television. On television, yeah. On- <laughs> right. And questioning if he had anything to do with AOP. Yeah. And AOP came out and they said some words in their native language. Mm-hmm. Only thing that you could understand was that they challenged Seth and KO. And guess what? Seth was in if KO was in. But mm-hmm. KO wasn't hearing that. Mm-hmm. He didn't want no parts of the obvious setup they was laying out. Mm-hmm. He said, if we do this, there's three different ways this can come out. And it all involves all three of them beating him down. <laughs> so he said, you know what? Since that's the case, let's just do this now. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> yeah. And Seth was yeah. like, look, I tried to help, but you're on your own. I'm done. <laughs> Yo, the accent. <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> right. right. Seth, it's funny. I, I, I read somewhere and somebody said, Seth is not face or heel. He's his Twitter. He's his. He, he, he became his Twitter account. He's not face or heel. I said, oh, that's interesting. But right. yeah, Seth walked out and AOP allowed him to leave peacefully. Mm-hmm. And then KO was like, all right, one of you guys can, can take on me then. You know what I mean? Right. They ain't want none. They turned around and walked out. So Kevin Owens started an open challenge. And that's when Lana came out. And we had this crazy back and forth. It felt like there wasn't no script. Yeah, well, I, I'm coming. I didn't think giving Lana a live mic. You think? And I think that might be the worst thing that they can do for her. Mm. <laughs> because every time it seems like she have a live mic or she's nervous about something, it's just like, yeah, they, it, it's like they sending the wrong person out there to riff. 
Like, Kevin Owens can riff. Kevin Owens, he's good at right. it. Lana, not so much. You know what, though? I like seeing it. I like seeing her go through that because it feels real. It, but, yeah, like, it felt like there wasn't no script. This was pretty real. And Bobby Lashley made his way out there to the ring. And we seen that him and Lana had security, or should I say cops, was with them. On the right. account of Rusev. They wanted to make sure Rusev was good. Wasn't going to be there. So we officially got Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens. This was a good match. I don't think these two ever had a dud of a fight, but it was cut short. Yeah. Due to AOP coming back out, the BKOS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck his ass up. But one thing I can say is they didn't mention Star, what was it, Starcade the night before? I Because I know it's a glorified house show. Yeah. But they should... You put it on the network. You might well just make sure that you make some kind of semblance of what happened at Starcade with these two. You know, it was one of those things where just it was a house show that they felt like putting on the network. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But it was just the night before, so I would have brought it up at least. Right. <laughs> like I can see if it was like the week before or three days before. It was just Sunday night. Because it don't count. Right, I get it. I get, I, I, I get it. I understand, but it's just like, damn, like you put them in a match again together the next day, like. Or well, they, that's, they that's it was a repeat of the program. Mm-hmm. They just repeated the program, and uh, yeah, AOP they assaulted him and dragged him away. And Lashley, yo, the funny thing is when they were doing what they were doing, beating his ass, Lashley grabbed Lana and got the fuck up out of there. <laughs> If you if you pay attention to the background, he grabbed and got him out of there. You're right. You're right. After that, Charlie Caruso came out to question Lashley about AOP, and he was like, look, I don't know anything about that. I don't know. <laughs> All I just care about is if Lon is okay. He's saying that with the yeah. with the heavy breathing and everything, just coming from a <laughs> from the mat. I just I'm just caring if Lon is okay. <laughs> I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, they, he, you can tell he's having a good time, though. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the best part. You can tell he's having a good time. He's probably having the most fun out of everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, and like he said, I know if AOP wouldn't have come out, I would have beat, beat Kevin Owens again anyway. <laughs> Shortly after that, we saw Rusev sneak into the ring and Machka kick Lashley and, you know, give him some punches and got up out of there. And he taunted the cops. Like, you know, like, la, 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 and got up out of there. But the cops, yeah, the cops, yo, they they came to the ring so slow. They were so lackadaisical about it. Well, I, you you heard Rusev's new name? What's Rusev's new name? He got a new nickname. The bad, what is it? The bad boy Rusev? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? Well, Lashley got in their face. He got in the cops' face and was like, yo, you had one job. <laughs> One of them responded like, you know, I'm a WWE fan and all, but we do things differently in the state of Tennessee. What the what the fuck did that mean? I, I'm sitting here like, yo, what did that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he said it. I'm like, yo, what does that mean? Like, what you you don't get the criminals? Like, what what does that mean? <laughs> yo, <laughs> I was so baffled when he said it. I was like, yo. He must have messed up his line. I don't know what happened. I don't know either, but I know Lashley bumped my mans on purpose. So I was like, yo, I'm out of here. And he got arrested. And then Lana <laughs> slapped him for doing that. And then she got the handcuff slapped on her. The irony. Yep. The irony. Mm-hmm. And they both got taken away. I said, okay, the heels, I guess the heels get that- punished two weeks in a row. 
Yeah, was, they got some come offense. They got a little bit more couple come offense. Yeah, you know they let Rusev win a couple of times because he's been losing. So I said, yeah. all right, I get it. Funny thing is, the Street Profits and R Truth watching on the sides. I found that hilarious. <laughs> take that, how many? Take that whatever way you want to take that. But I just thought that scene was funny. Yeah. But yeah, next we got Drew McIntyre versus Akira Tazara. I was like, oh man. Damn, Drew. Drew did not take this man seriously at all. At all. McIntyre tried to play him, fell to his knees, and told Tazawa, "This is your one chance. Leave now, or I'm gonna beat your ass." <laughs> he said that, right? So I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. Akira tried though. It's like, it's like he's the new little man they want to use to help put over the talent for some reason. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. be my thing. As much as I love me a good David and Goliath battle. I'm like, where's the real competition for my man Matt? It yeah. like it pains me to see guys like him and Lashley on Raw and they won't get booked to fight Brock Lesnar. It's like Akira mm-hmm. Tazawa has a better chance at being booked against Brock than Drew. <laughs> Most definitely. You know, like <laughs> you got all these top guys on Raw with no world championship. Like there's nothing that can help set things into perspective in terms of prestige, ranking. It's it's sad. Well, one thing I have I have realized that uh the fifty fifty booking is not as much as they did before. They put they just put in on squ- squash matches. Like the past couple of weeks since since the draft happened, it's been more squashes than anything. It's been less fifty fifty booking and it's been way more squash matches. Because they they're trying to build like they're trying to build the brand around like seven to eight guys, but here's the yeah. problem. Like these seven to eight guys gotta see each other at some point. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like and all the people that they're squashing, where do they go? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, Drew beat Akira. It wasn't a squash. just was a quick match, I'll say. Yeah, quick match, yeah. My man even kicked up like it was nothing after the match. Yeah. Yo, that was a, that was a clean kick up, too. I said, oh. That was, <laughs> that was clean. And, and he called out Randy Orton. You know, I was excited about that. Said he's yeah. T- yeah. He said he's tired of everyone in the back running their mouths on Twitter when they got a problem being all cryptic and shit. So he said, you know, I'm going to address my problem face-to-face. He called out Randy. The shit was a heavy confrontation. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to see them go Roman Braun on each other. I ain't going to even lie. I need to see a Roman Braun dynamic between Drew and Randy. I think they're going to hold on to that match until WrestleMania, though. That's a, that's a minute from now, but... Yeah, but it's, it's setting up the anticipation for it. I just think they're holding on to it because... Randy is stuck in about four feuds. <laughs> <laughs> he got a couple of people to see first before he get to Drew. Yeah. They just planted yeah. the seeds. Okay, well, Drew obviously has a big problem with Randy and said that he's a pass and he's only ferocious on Twitter these days. Damn. After that, the OC came out to whoop Randy's ass and Drew got up out of there. He was like, yo, this doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a Randy-Drew OC problem. This is a Randy OC problem. So mm-hmm. I bid you but- adieu. That's that's the second time somebody now skipped out on another rivalry because Bobby did it earlier, and now Drew doing it. Drew's like they're like we don't want no parts of this. I like that. There's some realism in that. Sometimes yeah. you just don't want them. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And also, and also, uh, AJ Styles, he still can't say no word but Randy Orton. It took him a minute to say words. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Yeah, they came in there to beat Randy's ass, but Ricochet, Umberto. And the new United States champion, Rey Mysterio, came out 
to help him in time before the ass whipping went too long. Mm-hmm. So you got three guys that came out to help Randy. Randy thanked them backstage for the assistance, but said, just to be clear, he didn't need it. Yeah. Um, is AJ Styles' real name Allen? Um, I think Allen Jones. All right, okay, because <laughs> Carl Anderson low-key said his real name on television. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> he said Uncle Allen right here. I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. These guys are so comfortable. They yeah. just having like their little NWO run right now. Mm-hmm. And they slick. The slick talk that they do. Like, I like the slick talk. I love it. Yeah, they, they're kind of, yeah. they're the bullies of Monday Night Raw right now. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, we saw Alistair Black versus Tony Nese. And Buddy Murphy was backstage watching. And I'm sure he enjoyed it just as much as I did because Alistair yeah. didn't squash him. He allowed mm-hmm. Tony Nese to do what he had to do, just enough to showcase he wasn't a scrub. Yep. Gave him just enough room to get the moves off, and then he beat him with the black mask. Well, and Jerry the King Lawler um saying the black magic. But um <laughs> <laughs> Well, he won swiftly, and Buddy has some words, and he pretty much said Alistair takes himself way too seriously and he needs to calm the fuck down. So he's gonna do that since no one else wants to do it. He's gonna calm him down. That's great. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna calm you down. <laughs> you don't hear people <laughs> sit your ass down. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know, I would like Buddy Murphy to actually keep that up. Like he could, oh, he, well, he, could he could do that in so many ways. Like if he beef for a Ricochet, you know, Ricochet likes to jump up and down and do a lot of a lot of flying and shit. He needs he needs to calm down. Well, I don't want nobody to hear this because I don't want nobody on WWE to hear this for one reason, one reason only. You have a way of thinking about it. But they'll turn him into a damn therapist. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh. So yeah, that, that's, the only, that's the only thing that scares me. Like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. But knowing WWE, they were like, man, we can get him a therapist, can we? Uh. And they were like, damn, we know fucked up fucking Buddy Murphy. Damn, don't do that. <laughs> well, I'm, I just thought it was a good idea. Like, it's funny to, because he could flip that in so many ways. But, yeah, mm-hmm. afterwards, we got our weekly book and rib. Zelina Vega showed up on our television screen after Alistair goes off it. Yeah, Easter eggs. It's Alistair, Zelina, <laughs> Zelina, Alistair. They just keep on doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's I think that's between them. I think they asked creative to do that. It's a nice little, it's a sweet little thing. I think it, I think it's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, just, I think it's sweet. All right. Well, we got Andrade <laughs> with Zelina Vega ringside going up against Eric Young. E wise alive. He didn't get squashed. He had a nice match in his hometown. Yo, this looked like this looked like he wasn't letting that happen regardless. Like him getting squashed. Yeah. And this had to be his best showing on the main roster. I just can't wrap my mind around why they're treating him like this. It's like they are erasing know. all the glory this man carried back in the day. It's mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, uh Andrade stood tall in one. And they cut his little celebration off because R-Truth led another 24-7 title parade to the ring right away. And then Truth lost his title again to the racing car driver, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. (laughs) You know, spoiler alert, sidebar, R-Truth did win the title back. And I think now he's the 24-time 24-7 champion. That's crazy. (laughs) Yo, he's got to be in the Hall of Fame, right? 
Oh, they're giving him a way to get in the Hall of Fame. They put him in the Hall of Fame. Vince McMahon going to get that man in the Hall of Fame, if you like it or not. Yeah, you have to. After right. that, we got the Street Profits and No Way Jose doing a Cyber Monday WWE sell segment. I liked what they ended it with when uh, Dawkins said, "Tis the season to want some smoke. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But, fam. I feel they're going to run that wanting to smoke thing into the into the ground so bad. Man. Like, like it's a good saying to say, but I know everybody needs a, a slogan or whatnot. Like, get these hands. We want the smoke. Like, like I get it. It's just like, damn, they're running this shit into the fucking ground. Man. That's all. Damn. Damn. <laughs> all I'm saying is, please, somebody, use these guys in the ring more. I'm begging you. Mm-hmm. Do not have mm-hmm. these guys as backstage comedians. You're right. Yeah, because um, Martrez before, he showed me some shit at Starcade. I'm telling you, <laughs> I see them get fed to AOP on some shit. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. After that, we saw Seth getting ready to leave, and Charlie questioned him about his sincerity with that apology he gave earlier. And he didn't have much to share. He just said, yo, it's damned if I do, damned if I don't. What do you want from me? Everyone's mm. a critic, but no one has the guts to be a leader. Just like that, my man walked off and left the arena, I assume. Seth Rollins is the fucking man. Yo. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all can't tell me otherwise. I I W C. Because whatever he like 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 whatever he says, whatever he says, it makes sense. When when he when they put him on his John Cena run, they turned him into Roman Reigns circa 2015 2016. That's what happened. He got the success. How we was talking, Seth Rollins don't lose matches. If you're gonna lose it, about is disqualification, and he most of the time he wins by disqualification. He beat Brock twice in one year. Yeah. And he got on Twitter and talked a little bit of shit. Who don't talk shit on Twitter? It's like he it's <laughs> like he's like the the Bret Hart. Mm, you know? That's a good that's a good that's a good comparison. Personality wise. Yeah, it's cause Bret Hart took it very seriously, man. Yeah. You know, he's you know I, that's the vibe I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Bret could be a heel, but it still worked the match without really cheating to win. He'll still still yeah. beat you, still win. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm picking that up. Yeah. Then we got some more Eric Rowan baby action. <laughs> I start looking forward to this every week now. Now, this is one of my favorite spots of the show. This segued into yeah. Eric Rowan having a match with No Way Jose. Mm-hmm. And the match was over the second it was booked. Right. Rowan, with ease, won this one. My man, and he beat up like four people. On top of that, like <laughs> it's interesting though to see my man go from big fights with Roman to squashes on Raw. So yeah. I hope this all helps eventually make him a credible, credible monster. Because I'd hate to see him go the Snitsky route, somebody that you thought was right. about to, you know, blow and be something serious, and then he turned into a joke. But one thing, one thing I can say is, I think this game is going to disappoint us. I think we're going to be disappointed with the gimmick and whatever under that thing. Because I, I was excited about it at one time, but I was like, damn, knowing WWE booking, it might be going to be like, it's going to be something so disappointing, we're going to be like, what the fuck? Damn. It, well, <laughs> I mean, he could have Yoda in there for we you know, you know? And if he does, I'm happy. I don't care. <laughs> but it's not going to be Yoda. Baby Yoda with the T. <laughs> 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 but yeah, they, they tried to ask him backstage what was in the cage and he didn't want to answer. I like the way he was blowing her off. Yeah. He felt, <laughs> it felt real. 
<laughs> right. Right. Next match, we got the women's tag team champions, the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar and Kyrie Sane versus Charlotte Flair in a one-on-two handicap match. Who booked this? Charlotte Flair. You you talking about Hulk Hogan? Who booked this? We talking about Hulk Hogan. Who booked this? I have no idea. They talking about Hulk Hogan though. Now ain't no Charlotte Flair. That's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, nice attire. I like the I like the attire that she had on. I love that dark purple yeah. that she wore. But yeah, who who booked this was my initial thoughts. You know, uh why? What what, what, what why you want to know who booked it? I, I got my okay, well me before I even get there, let me just say shout outs to the Kabuki Warriors getting a new theme song that put them together. It's cool. It's all right. Yeah. You know, I like their individual theme songs a lot mm-hmm. still, but the new one they got is cool. I liked how they talked yeah. their shit before they came out in their native language. I think it's so dope to see them do that because we need to embrace different cultures. So WWE, mm-hmm. let's go. I don't know what they were saying, but I ain't caring the moment. Right. You know, uh, with this match, they got the best of Charlotte before the bell rang. Charlotte had a hard time with these girls, and I'm glad she did. They're the women tag champions. It it would have been terrible to see her not have a hard time. But, but mm-hmm. this ended up being a very good handicap match. Maybe the best women's two-on-one I've ever actually seen. It might be WWE best ever handicap match in my eyes, but Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I just, so that's the thing. Like I think this was set in place to build Charlotte more as a face, to showcase her to, to showcase her will in good guy spirit for the fans. So yeah. she was technically supposed to be the underdog in this circumstance. And, I, and I'm thinking they may need someone besides Becky to help run shit. Uh-huh. So let's make Charlotte out to be a super threat, you know, after this match. And Bro, it's crazy to me, though. Like, is Oscar in the ring and Kyrie Singh in the ring? Oscar. I know. Not just any... It's Oscar and Charlotte really holding her own against both of them. Like, I understand if it was somebody else, but it's Oscar. She's going like Oscar's is really like to me, top, top, top one, two, three wrestler in the world. Yeah. Or women's wrestler in, in especially in the Yeah, Oscar's one of the best wrestlers in the company, man or woman. Right. You know? <laughs> right. And 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 Charlotte holding her own the way she was. I'm like, damn, son, this match is pretty long. For, for it to be a handicap match, first of all. That was the thing that got me. Second of all, it was just like, Charlotte really in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was really in that motherfucker. Like, she was really holding her fucking own. And I'm sitting here like, damn, she really going to get the John Cena, Roman Reigns treatment. <laughs> you know, so on the other side of thinking about it, I figured out this was their way. They found a way to get Kyrie Sane to pin Charlotte. Yeah. They wouldn't let Kyrie Sane pin Charlotte one-on-one. So mm-hmm. let's make it a handicap match so that way she can say she pinned Charlotte. She right. gave her that insane elbow drop while Charlotte was locked into the figure eight on Oscar. Innovator. That was different. Yeah, because Charlotte still thought that Oscar was tagged in. But <laughs> but either way, this was a good, good match. But it's But it's like they made Charlotte look really strong in this one. Almost too strong till it made the tag champs look sort of weak. Right. Them girls was winded from fighting one person. <laughs> but I, you know, but I guess to give them the benefit of the doubt, it wasn't just any one person. It was the 10-time champion. Hulk Hogan. 
If C- <laughs> uh, I, I guess if Cena could do that back in the day, I guess Charlotte can. Um, I guess I would assume so. Listen, they they built this division is really built around Charlotte. Let, let's keep it. Let's keep it honest. All the women's division is built around Charlotte. We just we just live in her world. Yeah. That that's pretty much what that's pretty much what it told us last night. That was the match of the night. I'm saying that before we even go any further. That was the best match. Match of the night, match of the night. Yeah, that was the match. That was the match. That was the match. I give you that. Yeah, I give you that. After that amazing handicap match, we got the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, in another squash match. And I forgot the guys' names that they obliterated. Yo, this shit is starting to get boring. <laughs> I, I forgot who they obliterated <laughs> in the ring, but damn, it don't matter. They got obliterated. They don't. They don't listen. Listen, they got tombstones somewhere. We don't know. We don't need to but know. But they are hurting these guys' title ring. It's like it's taken away from their range credibility. When you got mm-hmm. the fans chanting no more squash matches, you know it's time to make a change. And I hope that was a sign. Well, I also feel like this. They're building AOP back up after their new return. And well, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen within the next two months. But my thing is you have you have uh 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 we just talked about them, street profits. We have street profits there. We also have Carl Anderson. And um, Lou Gallo's there. And are right. Kyle Anderson and Lou Gallo's the best tag team in the world? So why aren't they seeing the, the you know, the... Because the, they're um, too busy being... Because they're being dang, too I keep busy. I forgetting the name. They, they, they're the too on the AJ's hip, so they're not doing much. But here's my thing, right? Yeah. You keep doing this, you're going right. to end up having to turn these brothers heel. Because you're going to make the crowd turn against them, and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. They organically got the crowd to beat to support them. Now the crowd mm-hmm. gonna turn against them because of where they're being booked. And then I realized overall, the raw tag division right. for the women and the men sucks. Trash. There's no contenders. There's no one even being built to become challengers. The shit stinks. Like, yeah. But they got my thing is they have they have three legitimate teams in on that in the tag team division. You got all no four now. Authors of Pain, Street Profits. Well, the three teams of challenges, Authors of Pain, Street Profits, and the club, those are your three legitimates. Now, you have to book them as a damn tag team. Yeah, you tag got Kurt Hawkins, you got Zach As simple Ryder. as that. I don't know if you got the ascension at this point. They should go to NXT right now. They should be. They right. should have been at NXT when they bought Finn Balor back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> simple as that. Shit sad. To close this show, we got our main event. The yeah. six-man tag team match, player. The United States champion, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, and Umberto Carrillo versus the OC. And, yo, I like Umberto's original theme music. Why did they change it? I don't know. I, I was I was waiting for it. But it don't... One thing I can say was, it was so... It was a mellow song. And I guess they don't want to associate mellow with uh, Umberto because he's a high flyer. That's the only yeah, way. That's so the only way I can get that, wrap that around my head. <laughs> but it was so mellow. You get what I'm saying? Like him coming to the ring is just like, I'm a fast high high flyer. But the way the song is is like I'm a, I'm a cocky. I'm a, in a way I'm a kind of cocky. I, uh, hum, uh, Alberto Del Rio type. Like it didn't really. I, I the song is fire. Don't get me wrong. But man, it didn't mix whatever, with his character. That's how I'm trying to explain. And, and Jerry Lawler make yeah. up. <laughs> For weeks, you've been calling Ricochet a superhero. And then this week, you say, I'm a superhero guy. I have a Superman ring and a Batmobile back at home. But when I think about Ricochet, I don't think superhero. 
Well, he he finally he he finally made a decision like two what? three weeks ago. They finally made a decision to make him like, a hill announcer. So what? He trained the hill announcer. Uh, what? <laughs> Unless that was a bitch, <laughs> oh, I just heard wrong. And if I did, I apologize in advance. No, you didn't hear wrong. You're right. He he's the hill announcer. But I think they made a mistake by making him the hill announcer. Fuck it, make Joe that guy. Jerry the King Lawler shouldn't be the hill announcer. Jerry the King Lawler should be the sympathetic babyface announcer that does collar because he's the only motherfucker on that on that panel yeah. that had a heart attack during like, the you damn don't episode. Want nobody to, he, he should be grateful and thankful <laughs> for every moment. Yeah, and I, that that that's 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 how I feel about Jerry King Lawler, and I think they should swap places. But Joe's doing an amazing job wherever he's at. Right. But I just think he should be the well, hell Well, this was a That's decent all. last match of the night. It was, it, was, it was pretty decent. High energy. Everyone looked great. Mm-hmm. But the OC won, and Ricochet ate the pin. And, and then mm-hmm. Randy Orton RKO'd AJ Styles to end the show. And, 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 that was, and that was pretty much it. I get to the end of the show, and I'm like, yo, where the fuck is Cedric Alexander? Bring back the Usos, goddammit. Said it was in the, the 24-7 parade, so... He was just oh, the first one, man. and you missed him if you blink. Damn. And I guess you blink. Damn. I gave this show a <laughs> 6.3. Brother of the night Damn, I was gave it Drew McIntyre, because he had big energy against Randy. And my sisters of the night was Charlotte, Oscar, yeah. and Kyrie Sane. Uh, my brother of the night, Seth and KO, man. Seth and KO, they got the best story going on Raw right now. And 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 we not even the iron didn't even get hot yet. The iron still on. You know how when you uh, turn the the oven on, mm-hmm. I mean the stove on, and it made that kicking sound first. That's where we at with Seth and Kevin Owens, and it's getting it's about to right. get heated up real quick. And right. I appreciate okay. it. you gave the show a five. Yeah. I ain't even mad at that because it was a weak ass show. Man, listen, Squad Central, Charlotte looking like Hulk Hogan, and we got our our basic run of the mill. Yeah. Six man tag team match at the end well, of the night. They asked for me. It was it was, was running the fucking I'm, mill. I'm seeing Andrade, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. I'm seeing those guys being used at least. So, but, but yeah, guys, that's what we thought. Yeah. Share your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Hit us up at Instagram at Brothers of Destruction Podcast. Swing back around next time for another episode. I'm your host Anthony King. With your brother Duquan Donovan, and we out of here. Peace.